1: welcome to the love spot i'm your host sebastian cosme
2: and i'm your co-host taylor spain and
1: we are sitting with the very legendary in my book eddie Casillas from the band voodoo glow skulls what's up man
3: how's it going dudes Uh, how's everyone out there doing you guys good
1: i'm fantastic doing good good. just going to my living room (laughs) i'm super excited to have you guys on i remember listening to voodoo glow skulls God. Yeah. Now you guys have been around since what? 1988.
3: Exactly. Yep, 88. And it Good. was you and it was you and your brothers that originally started the band. Correct? Yep My, uh, my younger brother and I, and our, our old friend, Jerry O'Neill, uh, was the original drummer. And then our, our older brother kind of joined it like a, 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 about a year after we started playing as a little, like three piece band. He joined. Nice. I, and I finally caught wind. So I was gonna I'm 38,
1: right? So I finally caught wind of Voodoo Glow School sometime right after high school. Okay.
3: And I remember the first time I heard
1: El Kukui. Okay, yeah, that,
3: I, <laughs> that that's always the case. I always hear about high school. It's always, that it, it seems to be like, that's the kind of, that that's people's era for, for our band. You know, at least when they first heard about us and all that stuff, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard El Kukui and I was
1: like, this song is sick. And I remember just playing it thinking I was super cool Listening to that song, walking around everywhere I went, man.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for I mean, for the time, it, it had that sa- a certain sound. I mean, it had its own thing for there being ska punk bands are like out already. It still had its own element. You know, it had its own kind of darkness and sound, and no one really sounds like that, I guess. I mean, especially then. So uh, no, yeah. I, I guess we kind of felt cool when when we recorded it and it was going to be a thing, if at all. Like, even we were just glad to record it and write that song and put it out, like, with a real recording, because uh, we knew it had its own thing, at least, if anything. I mean, we never really thought a song like that could be, like, oh, that might stand the test of time, because it's so, you know, it, we weren't thinking that way. We are like a backyard party ska punk band, you know, sort of from the semi-hood, kind of. So we are always had kind of hood roots a little bit, you know? So we never thought, like... Yeah. Oh, it'll go. It'll reach like across, uh, like like to other countries even, or or that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, man, we were still, we we kind of still knew. I think it it was different enough, but we just didn't know how far, how 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 far it would reach. You know. Now taking
1: back to when the band first started, okay, there couldn't have been that many scoff Now you guys are from Riverside, California, so Southern California where ska's super big but in the late 80s was ska really a thing back then or was it something
3: new well it was uh it was new being done the way we were doing it and about to do more of and there was only a few bands that were doing it um in the in the late 80s there had already been like fishbone you know i mean who was in southern california that was my i guess i'm speaking for myself of course and 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 some of the guys in my band especially like like the og4 guys in the band that really started the sound um Mm -hmm we were big in, in the fishbone, especially, uh, I guess the rhythm section, like the drummer and I, and the bass, you know, George, you know, like my younger brother, we were big in, in the fishbone. Like that was a shit. I mean, them and the red hot chili peppers and Jane's addiction. When you're, you know, that, that close to Los Angeles and it's, it's 1985, 86, 87, that was like the trifecta. And then, they, and then you had yeah, all right the time going on and everything else too. But, um, they were the bands that were getting signed and getting big like you know like in LA and uh but then there was the outside stuff like the guns and roses going on and then all the punk rock stuff like i said all the 80s punk stuff but uh but going back to fishbone and ska um th- them and like the untouchables i think were like some of the only bands and then and then uh there was no doubt who was already a thing mm. and and definitely a ska band at that time like a right more, more like rude, like you know, like rude boy, dress up ska band. Um, at least for that, for that period, you know. I guess like when they were like in high school age, you know. And then, uh, and then there was the Boss Tones and Operation Ivy. Yeah, that, man, that was kind of it. You know, I mean, we kind of crossed paths with with like Skankin' Pickle and those bands, like like a little later when we were already all, all kind of doing horn ska punk kind of melded together, you know. But we kind of d- didn't, um. Uh, we were kind of on our own little thing, as it was, man. We kind of like funk at first, like punk funk, you know. And we weren't good at doing it, but we were trying to, <laughs> like in 1985, you know. We were trying to be like, kind of like the Chili Peppers when we were first playing. And, and this is kind of pre, kind of pre Woodie Gloss Skulls and then right into the starting of our band because we kind of played with the with the same musicians, anyways. Like our a little, you know, like like a, a little group group of friends kind of learned at the same time. So we kind of that was our first stuff that we learned is like the heavy metal stuff, the early punk rock stuff. And then, like I said, when we started to get old kind of old enough to know about the Hollywood scene, that was only about an hour away. So we were, we were influenced by every bit of like, like the Hollywood, like like the LA scene was like, first it was like, you know, like punk rock in the, you know, like the late, like the late seventies, early eighties.
2: Uh-huh.
3: It was like the glam rock kind of, kind of hair bands. Yeah. Yeah. I was 15 and 16. So, how was I not going to learn about Motley Crue? And then like, right, right, right. That was like the punk rock for a minute, sort of. I hate to say it, but when punk rock kind of got kind of dissipated and kind of faded out, uh-huh. the new punk rock for a minute was the dudes doing heroin and and, and looking like chicks and, you know, getting all the girls. That was kind of punk rock. You know, I hate to say it, but it's at least for me. So I kind of like gravitated towards all, all the scenes. And then at the same time, you had like the chili peppers, like I said, and, uh Fishbone doing ska with like when 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 Fishbone was kind of doing their more of a ska sound for sure at that time like they were really more of a ska sound.
1: I think what's cool about Voodoo Glow Skulls listening to your music see I never personally really put you in the ska genre you have horns but yeah. to me uh Voodoo Glow Skulls always have like a harder edge like a more punk edge cuz you're a lot of ska mixed with like kind of the pop punk And you guys were like punk punk uh doing it with the with 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 the with the trumpets and stuff and i thought that for being ska, i would say maybe it's because you're one of the originators of the sound yeah uh definitely a different style i mean everyone who's in a ska band has to look up to your band as an influence as one of the influences if they don't they need
3: to well that's that's nice of you to say and that's cool that some people might think that and uh i mean we've we kind of got, and I, I don't want to go there because it's kind of being like neg- like I hate to say bad shit, like an interview about any, anything. But right. to be fair, what kind of kind of molded our band? We were always kind of a punk, like I said, a punk funk thrashy band. Like we liked Anthrax and Slayer and, and Iron Maiden was a big. That's a that's my biggest influence. But so I like came from that first kind of as a like a like a like a pre adolescent kid, and then I got into punk and then the ska stuff. So the roots are kind of still based in hard rock and heavy metal. Cause that's kind of what came first. Like after, right. for me, for the, for me, I'm, 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 i about to be 50 years old. I'm, i 49. And um, that's my age group. That's what I grew up on. So it's yeah. like, like certain things that you just heard when you were a kid. So we were always going to be uh, out of the box band playing. We were always going to mold like mix our influences for sure. I think, we like too much of everything and that's awesome yeah and you
1: you can tell you do in in the music that you write And, and your music that you write today still sounds similar it's like you haven't really it's like your sound still sounds like voodoo glow skulls which is so important for bands i think to stick with the music that they started with and continue to to write similar similar songs
3: yeah yeah man i appreciate that yeah we've uh you know we probably like steered off to the right right or left i mean we this is our our 10th album that's about to come out so we've uh ah, congratulations awesome oh thanks man we've like you know kind of veered off a little bit and sort of changed our sound slightly but not to where it's like that's not voodoo i mean now with all the lineup changes and i mean it's really the like, like the principal music and like lyric writers left but we don't have the original singer which is kind of crazy to even for people with a band like us that's been around for so long like we we're more of a leg i mean i mean we're, i mean we have a i mean we're like a legacy band man it's not like like a two album band it's like a family band too you know so to come out and try to hold your head up high with a new with a new album and show like even try to convincing fans that have listened to the band for so long hey man here's a bunch here's a bunch of new music and and the singers the original singer's not there i mean that's yeah that's a crazy sell but to be fair man we've always done this i've always done this it's always kind of come from the guitars and the bass to begin with not to you know that's just where it started, as far as the music goes. So I'm, I'm 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 hoping that when people hear it, it's pretty evident, like that. Oh, it's gonna be voodoo no, still. Like the sound is there, and the, the sound might have changed for sure. We changed along, I mean, with the vocals a little bit. We kind of like, we kind of welcome. I mean, we kind of welcome the sound change. It's been, you know, this is the, I mean, the tenth uh, album. I mean, I think, I think we did a decent job of making it sound like voodoo for sure, but like using the best elements of whatever, has, I mean, has to bring, you know, cause it's just a different era, a different time, um, with what, what, what went down in the world, it's kind of a crazy record to begin with, just with what was going on the last four or five years. And then, you know, from the Trump era to the pandemic era, to, mm-hmm. a new, to a new singer in the middle of it, without planning on doing that, like it was going to be sink or swim. We were going to stop like for about, for about three weeks to a month. We were like, okay, we're done. We're gonna be done. You know, we're just gonna we've done I mean we've done I mean nine I mean we've I mean not to be weird about it, but we've been all over the world, man. We've kind of done <laughs> dude, that is not oh, weird. You know yeah. what? You should be proud of that shit, but, dude. but I, I, Not to make it sound like oh I've been there, done that, because I'm not yeah you know, I've never been lost on it. Like I just put out we were we are about to put out like the most the most DIY record we've done since the since the first one. That we're back on our on the OG label kind of doing things that are ourselves in a lot of ways with just a couple of friend kind of slash, in, you know, like, in, you know, like, I guess, in, in, like the intern type friends that are just kind of helping us out. And with, and, and with a small indie label, we're just kind of back, back to square one. You know I mean? your, newest,
1: all, your newest song you came out with is living the apocalypse, right?
3: Yeah. It's been about, it's been, it's been a little bit over two weeks since it's been out. So
1: pretty, pretty
3: early. I think I'm going to share it. Are you cool with that? Yeah, let's
1: check it out. I I know you say you don't do a lot of podcasts or you haven't done very many, but check this out. There you go. Nice. That is so oh, yeah. cool, man. So,
3: turn that, man, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, dude, that song is sick. So, what I love about that video is first I've noticed that you don't have very many actual music videos. You have a lot of videos like the still screen. Um, from what I from what I've looked at, yeah. that mask that you have with that that the green uh, does that yeah. have a name? Does that have a name? Well,
3: we've always yeah, called it, that guy? I mean, we've always <laughs> called it the Voodoo Man. I don't know why that just stuck, but I guess that I guess that would be the voodoo that, that, that would be the Voodoo man. We don't have anything else like that's what it's always called. So it's, nice. it's Voodoo man. But uh, that's the guy from the uh feed Me album cover from our first epitaph record uh which is our second album. Uh yeah. and we just kind of always wanted to have like once one, I mean once again going back to our influences, going back to Iron Maiden. We've always wanted like a mascot guy, like a thing. Yeah the people, I mean, just like the misfits have their thing and everyone else has their thing. We've always thought once we get something that sticks, we're going to use it. And that's what we use. And it totally works with everything. The sound, the, the where the band kind of comes from, we just kind of think it kind of works. So we always try and incorporate it and we're trying to bring it back a little bit more.
1: Nice. Well, when you first went on tour, um, and you did you've done world tours, right? So how many world tours have you
3: done? Uh, as far as going around the world um well they're kind of usually spread out i would love to be like one of those bands that could be like we're going on a world tour for two years straight and it kind of yeah. works way but it's not really the way the big time bands do it when you're i guess punk rock and that like kind of diy but we uh we've done uh, if i could break it down i guess if i had to think about it we've done japan about seven or eight times um we've done uh South America, about five or six times. Uh, Mexico, probably about a dozen times. Uh, Europe, probably about a dozen to, to about 20 times. Um, wow. A few other places that kind of included, you know, uh, some kind of off-the-wall places. We've, we've been to Russia like a few times. That was nuts. Uh, we should have been a lot more to a few places, but we kind of missed it at certain times just like cer- at certain points in your career I, it's not the same way for most bands of course but i mean everyone's different but we've just had like moments where we've had to like not be able to get get to certain places whether it was the weather or whether we 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 had to cancel for you know like some family stuff or mm-hmm. always something you know but we've we've missed a couple opportunities but yeah we've been i mean as far as like the the world goes if we had to add some it all up i'd say about a dozen times if you had a stick stuff together in places but it's usually like okay we're going to europe for a month and then you go and then you come back for a month or a couple weeks and then you go somewhere else you know and then you do that yeah. like like a tour around the us and then come home from the us and you might fly to japan for you know a couple weeks or a week that's kind of how it goes you know do you
1: have do you have a a, a memory that sticks out in your head that you think about constantly being on the road as one of the most memorable times you've had maybe on stage or in a certain country that you've played at?
3: Oh man, this is there's a few, there's just been like moments where it's been kind of surreal where you're like, I can't believe we're playing this festival and we're in this tent and there's like, it's it's raining outside, there's like mud everywhere. You can't walk anywhere really without putting plastic over your shoes at, and, and <laughs> having like a raincoat on, but you're in some weird backstage, tent with like it's just been not that weird but like weird stuff like okay there'll be like the pet shop boys playing the giant festival stage outside planes in (laughs) like like eastern europe one one time we were backstage and at the stage that we that we were playing at a giant like a like all day kind of like a coachella thing that lasts for like a week right and it was (sighs) um it was in denmark and we were on the same stage as like the band leader at the time for like the Tonight Show, um, Brand, Brandford Marcellus, he had like a funk band that was playing the same stage as like Voodoo Glow Skulls and like Less and Jake or some punk bands. And then there was like a um the Jim Rose like side circus show stage was on that same stage too, doing their circus show. So there was like a guy like like lifting up weights like with his with his dick, like with his bar. <laughs> <laughs> Like while we were backstage, probably smoking weed or smoking hash, drinking, and then talking to the guy from the Tonight Show about his band, and he's just there chilling like an normal dude in a band, like not,
2: not yeah, at, just kicking but,
3: it. And then there's guys in like random '90s punk bands around too. And then, and then on one stage, Motley Crue's playing the major side stage, playing out so you could hear them. And then the Pet Shop Boys are on another stage. I remember that. So it's always funny stuff. But I mean, there's been stuff like that. I mean. We did an overnight train. Uh, The last time we went to Russia, we went. We did an overnight train from Moscow to St. Petersburg, and it was just like an adventure. It was like a movie, man. We were like, it was one of our first times there, so we got taken in by like a um, independent promoter who just were just like dudes. Like that's always dudes. Like it's always dudes like you guys or something. Dudes that are into the scene that do something that do their part, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We come in and we get picked up by just like. Like guys that are doing, doing a show and they were going to travel to the next show in see in, um, in St. Petersburg, which is like a, like a major city away. It's probably okay. like going from like, you know, San Francisco to LA or something, you know, but like yeah. long, longer, so um, that's like,
1: that's like an eight hour drive. So this would
3: be like a, a yeah. maybe a 15 or 16 hour drive, right? Well, this would be a, a, a 20 hour train ride. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. So the guy's like, we're going to big one. With his accent, we take the train. So we take the train. (laughs) We take the train all night with just uh the band and our little crew guy and a promoter and uh and some guitars. And we're in one of those that's like trading places, it's like the Eddie Murphy movie or something. Like we're in a little cart with a bed that folds down with four beds and we have two little like carts and they turn into couches and you're just on a train watching the like watching Russia go by at night after our show, after our show in, in in Moscow. Instead of like the typical, we're going to go to the hotel and sleep. And yeah. The next day or something. Nah, man, play a show. Get I got dried that. Up.
2: You still got that leftover adrenaline. Yeah. A still a little buzzed, you know. Jump on a train.
3: Exactly, it, man. And then we went back to to, to whatever hotel we had. Changed up real quick and went straight straight to the train and rode a train all night. And whether you want to sleep or not, it's up to you. But man, we're on a all night going to Saint Petersburg. I don't know if I'll ever do that shit again. Yeah, it's
2: wild. How could you sleep?
3: And then, well, we didn't sleep. And the dude busts out fucking, you know, like some bottles of vodka, which you're not allowed to drink on the train, I guess, unless you buy it from the bar when the bar's open. So, of course, the cops, the train cops, show up to the carts while we're in like fully into the trip. Not like Eh. packing bottles. It's like, oh, dudes running amok, walking around the train with bottles and like mess, you know? Yeah, but. It was pretty surreal. That was a surreal moment, man. That was like because we got to experience like what it is to walk. And I I came across some YouTube videos of of this not like a while back, but um, where you walk through the train from the like the richer richer part to the poorer part.
1: Okay. Yeah. First
3: class.
2: First class. Yeah. Yeah. Low class. Class (laughs)
3: Like that because man, I'm punk rock, dude. Punk rock tour. We're we're not, you know, we're not getting rich off the tour. We're playing rad shows, but come on. It was, yeah. but it was pretty, you know, we had a little sleeper train thing, but we walked ball buzz and probably high through the other. <laughs> you can walk through the whole train almost. And it's like, there's people in trains that are like, it's, it's communal. It's like bunk beds in jail, like open bunk beds in jail, bro. And it's like, Oh wow. Like fat. It, it, I mean, it's families sleeping on, on bunk beds together and like, on the side of the train and we're like whoa this is like probably like and the guy had explained to us oh yeah this is what you get when you pay like you know this is 20 bucks <laughs> or like, you know, like, yeah it's like a 20 dollar ticket or something i wonder
2: yeah. if there's i wonder if there's some some russian person somewhere who has the like other side of the story <laughs> like, yes papa and i had to sleep in the bunk on a train one time and there were these weird <laughs> punk men who came by and he's and <laughs> Yelled something
1: in English at us.
3: Yeah. <laughs> weirdos on top of weirdos. Yeah, exactly. Tell, so,
1: <laughs> tell us about, so you have a new, a new lead singer, right? So as a band, was it hard to, being around as long as you guys have, was it hard to find that new lead singer that fit the band? Or did you already know this lead singer before he joined?
3: Uh, well, we already knew him for sure. Okay. We, we had done some shows with them, and um, we had done some shows with his band, Death by Stereo, uh, who've been around for a long oh, time. Yeah. Um, and they've done the whole same thing as us, man. They put out records on Epitaph Records. They've been around the block. They they still they still go around the block. You know, uh, they're still very much an active band. Um, so we knew him, and we had done we had done some European shows with them. That's the last time we oh, wait, or we had done some a show like in Orange County, which is out here. Uh, in Southern California, where they're from, we had done a show with them a few years back, uh, before this went down, and there was no, there was never been, it was never a plan. Of course, it was like we we didn't know it was going to happen. We didn't know it. We just kind of thought we were kind of cruising. You know, we, we we thought we were cruising for a while. You know, I mean, I mean, with there being three three bros in the band, there's always there's always something, man. I mean, three three family members you could say yeah. you want to each other, and other people have to listen to it that are touring with you (laughs) i mean imagine that and imagine dudes that are getting closer and closer to 51 is past it what is past 50 and you're just getting to the age especially where you're like man i've done my life already too we're not little kids we're not we're past the little all the you know but we've been we've been fine the whole time it's not like it's not like i could tell you a bunch of horror stories about the band as a i guess as a business and then as a playing and we've, we've gotten to do we, we've been very I mean we've been very fortunate for a for a DIY band man from being from where our town is and the kind of music that we play um going back to the ska thing we kind of weren't accepted in the ska scene right off the bat but we knew that already so we kind of like had all this other stuff that we dealt with in the earlier p- part part of our career so I think made the band kind of strong to be around for third you know we were around for 31 years when that went down so we are around <laughs> forever you know or I mean well for t- 29, 30 years. Uh, but to go back to it, uh there was it was never a plan. He just kinda quit and left in a bad way and in a bad spot that was never planned and kind of like like in a dramatic way. we and some of it, a lot of it I hate to say, comes from you know, from from alcohol and you know, like substance stuff. You know what I mean? You can't act, you gotta curve it at a certain point when you get get older and can't you can't act like you're 23 years old when you're when you're almost 50. And, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this wine glass down tomorrow. Oh uh, man! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, I mean that's. But I mean, you you know, when you're doing business and and oh, you, traffic, yeah. you got oh, it, yeah. and there just became a point to where like the mutual respect was starting to not be there for sure for a few years. Yeah. And, oh, he, he 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 moved away to a different state about 20 years ago and changed a little bit and kind of distanced himself. but we kept the band going and it was fine for years. And we dealt with some, some family turmoil here and there. Like we always have, you know, and it just came to the point to where I think we grew apart to where it's like, okay, this guy lives four hours away in a different state and sort of doesn't have the same sort of out, like same values anymore. Kind of doesn't, not 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 that you have to think the, the same way, but,
2: but it matters it matters
3: in the same place man I mean my my brother in the core of the band it's kind of been keeping it going here in my home studio the whole time and kind of waiting for outside kind of kind of forces to come in and join us you know
1: I was going to ask you kind of an- you kind of answered it um sort of I was my next question was going to be how does a band that's been around since 1988 and now it's 2021 how do you stay motivated to write new music? Because I, I mean, a lot of bands after just so many albums just kind of, they, they fall off, but you're still able to pull it together, come out with a new song, new
3: music video, not that long ago. How do, how, how do you keep interested in that? Matt, it's just what I, I mean, I, go, I hate to go back to I, 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 but still, we've always kind of based it on, it's always been sort of guitar, guitar riff driven band. Uh-huh. And then the horns and the other pieces have always coming after the fact, but we've always kind of based it on guitar, guitar-based stuff, and then we bring in the vocals and the horns at certain points, right? Um, per, I mean, speaking for myself, and I guess my my younger brother George, who wrote who who wrote the most he's ever written, on he kind of picked up the the the, the slack. So he wrote six of the songs, which is more than half. He came in. Wow with all these riffs based on just the bass guitar i mean i mean starting from the bass with like complete complete songs per, i mean pretty I mean, pretty much like here's the way it's going to start here's here's the middle verse part here's the chorus if we want to add something we, we can add add something but we, he pretty much came in with whole songs and yeah. uh with, yeah. with 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 complete lyrics too which is a not a first for him but he sort of was out out of the, of the process in the past it was mostly Myself doing a majority of 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 the music and about fifty to sixty percent of of the lyrics, mm-hmm. and then Frank was just doing the other half of the lyrics when I didn't do them with with him. So this time it's like a whole different trip because my brother picked up that slack, and even then some, of them did like at least half. I mean, about about half of the album were based on on his initial ideas. You know, so it's it's a whole different. It's still you get the Casillas kind of like the family brother thing, but yeah. Like, brother who's always been there and has always written kind of just said, okay, I'm He
2: kind of took the wheel this time. Yeah. and he
3: On his own naturally like, Oh, I have another song. Oh, I have another song. And it's, it's going to show, I mean, I think that's how the record might sound kind of slightly different, but, uh, to get back to your, I mean, I mean, I mean, to what you, uh, I mean, to what you, uh, I guess asked, um, I've never been lost on it, man. I've never been kind of awesome.
2: lost
3: on the style of music <clears throat> or what we've done because it, it feels like I'm the same. I feel the same like when I was like doing when we were doing like the like the first Epitaph album or even before, where trying to make it the same band but a new sound. It- I I th-
1: I think the sound I think the sound that you guys have is timeless. I think no matter no matter how old. Um, you guys get, and you're still writing, writing music. I know it sounds bad how old you guys get, but I'm just saying, no matter
3: Oh, uh, that... dude, it's happening, man. I've been, but you know, this has been going on since I was 19, so hey.
1: no, no What I meant to say is no matter how long the band's around for, I think, especially in Riverside where you live, Ska is going to live forever or for a very long time, and you're always going to have fans, and fans that are my age, older than my age, and fans that are just now getting to know what Ska is, i think that the ska sound is literally just a timeless uh just the music itself is always going to be there and and you're fortunate enough to be involved with that genre and be as successful as you are doing the music that you love man so
3: thanks man yeah i mean we've uh we've always thought it was that doing that kind of mix i mean we've always liked the horns with kind of like the heavier stuff of course and we had the ska the ska like little like the drop-ins a little you know, like ska parts and stuff but uh We've always just kind of done it our own way, still. I guess our own, our own version of ska, if you call it that. Some people won't even call it that. For sure, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't deny that we we use horn, you know, like. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, we use elements of ska for sure, you know, but uh, for sure. But I mean, you know, we've 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 been denied the ska tag, and and I mean, kind of for good reason. I mean. I've never really been like a rude boy type necessarily. We've always kind of liked it all, like like I said. And I like that stuff. We I like Trad, Ska, a lot too, you know, and we take from it. We take from it a lot. I with the stuff that I love at least, you know what I mean, which is some of those bands, you know, um, just like I would take from, from Iron Maiden and from Slayer and from Hate or Sick of It All or, Yeah. The, the list goes on and on of stuff that I love, man, from that stuff to trap and rap music to to Mexican music and, and not just that, you know, folk, folk and Irish music and punk rock music. Like a, a, a lot of the, the folk, like, like the folk Irish punk bands have have helped my band out. It seems like, you know, we've, I mean, we've done like the flogging Molly Cruz and have toured with them and a few. Nice. of Nice. So, so they, there's always been, you know, we've kind of liked it all and I, I kind of listened to it all, you know? You know, and people nowadays need
1: to understand that and especially these kids you can like one style, but you can also like other styles and take influences from all styles of music. Yes, I listen to yeah. everything. My favorite happens to be punk, and congratulations. I do believe that Voodoo Glow Skulls and you are the first ska uh, band to be on my podcast. I've done a lot of punk bands, done a lot of oh. heavy metal. I've done some rap music. Gonna do country soon, because I oh, like I- it all. Yeah. Uh,
3: but first ska right here. Oh, well, thanks, man. Yeah, and this is a... Uh- this is a cooperation cool man i like this the way this, this i i could already feel like i'm on a like a cool show by seeing these graphics already there it's red you are on a cool show yeah, <laughs> yeah <you're
1: laughs> you are. taylor taylor do you have any closing questions uh for eddie before we end this then we're going to give eddie the last word uh man other than just uh i mean I,
0: I got some friends down in arizona and i see you guys are playing down uh like the 29th in Tempe.
3: is that right Yep, we just announced a show, which is kind of weird to say, but.
0: uh. <laughs> well, say it softly. Yeah, right?
3: Very, <laughs> very, very, very quietly. Um, yeah, yeah. it's a show. <laughs> we everybody. offered this show, uh, Punk in the Park, with a bunch of great bands that we've kind of all kind of grew up with and, have, you know, started with uh, with Pennywise and uh, Strung Out and a bunch of other bands. It goes down down a cool list of bands. Voodoo Gloss will be playing somewhere in the middle, around third or fourth band, uh, May 29th at uh, uh the water park surf skate water park surf i kind of don't know it but may 29th punk in the park punkintheparkaz.com i believe it is and uh uh i don't know how people feel about being at a show but it's gonna be outside uh most of my band is fully vaccinated now i don't know cool. if I feel about those politics i don't want to get into that but no nope. <laughs> our band is so at least we're gonna feel a little bit you know i think a lot of the bands are i don't know about the crowd i don't know about arizona man i don't want to say but i'm glad to be playing the show and we'll, we'll we'll be there hopefully everyone uh gets to rock and gets out of there safely you know what i mean and, and yeah i think get, finally gets curved man curved so everyone could just enjoy themselves and go and enjoy yeah uh... it's not just shows man in life dude you know yeah,
1: absolutely,
3: absolutely. Any last things? Any last
1: uh, words you want to say about Voodoo Glow Skulls before I do my ending?
3: Well, uh, thanks everybody for uh, paying attention to us, and uh, for anybody who still is and who's been a, a, a fan in the past and a, or or a new fan now. Thanks, thanks for being there. Uh, it's not it's not lost on us. You know, we're still trying to do this, and uh, whether it be with a new singer or an old old singer, we we're trying to you know. Trying to do our thing still, and trying to keep it up to, to the same standard, and we'll be there when there's shows to be, to be had. We'll 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 be there. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully new one al- day. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. New album, "Live in the Apocalypse," May 14th on Doctor Strange Records. The vinyl will be out in the later summer, fall. Awesome. awesome awesome okay i want to thank you for
1: being on the show i don't want you to go anywhere i do want to mention that we have a new sponsor and we got from pagosa springs colorado which is kind of near where taylor lives like an hour or so away maybe awesome you got two chicks and a hippie it's a coffee shop go there you can check them out on facebook they got a neat neat coffee shop out there in pagosa springs so if you're in a band you're touring that way through colorado stop off the two chicks and a hippie go get yourself a glass of coffee or a. Uh, they got pastries and things like that so thank you to them for being our sponsor i want to thank everybody who listens to the loud spot please go to www.theloudspot.net check us out on youtube facebook instagram TikTok, all that good stuff eddie don't go anywhere stay right there we're going to end the show uh peace out rock on much love and now now i do that and then i don't have my ending ready so I, gotta find, <laughs> I gotta find my ending uh, a little shock uh, there. Who? New outro. All right, Eddie, like I said, stay right there. Here we go. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with
0: distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic Happens back again? Yes. Does anything that's good really have to end? has shows so to get more episodes, make it order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. If you liked our video and you watched it on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button and click that bell to get notifications. If you watch it on Facebook, don't forget to to click the like and share with your friends. And if you watch it on Instagram, share it and give us a follow as well. Sebastian, he's going to tell you how where to go to listen to the audio
1: and get some cool merch. Sebastian go to www.theloudspot.net and make sure when you go on YouTube to smash that subscribe button to make sure you get notified every time we have a new video subscribe on Facebook we go live Monday, Wednesdays and Friday nights please give us a like, give us a share, comment, tell your friends. We're trying to do this big. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. Bye guys. Bye hey. guys.
2: <laughs> All right, Bye up? guys.
1: hey when you said when michael st vicky's actually name is is david i know (laughs) i
0: was just replying back michael i mean you didn't you didn't say shit to him he's up he's up there trying to let you know that he
1: he he's in the parking lot listening to the show I know. I, mean, I couldn't respond. I wish I could responded, but I could have messaged him on Facebook. But I was like, "Well, I'll talk after
0: this." Yeah, and we had we had a, a lot of newbies in here. Jeffrey Leach. Uh, Leith, we. Leith. Uh, you know him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Adam Keller. Uh, I know him too. <laughs> we all know who Sharon is. <laughs> hey, oh, Sharon. Sharon! Hey, Sharon. Jason Hartman. I know Jason. Uh. uh jean sebastian uh, that's probably oh, too French yeah, for me. It. Yeah, so, you know, thank you for all you guys commenting. Uh, thank you guys for checking out the show. This was recorded Tuesday on the ever-popular 420 day. So, but of course, we're not smokers, so,
1: you know. Yeah, I didn't, br- I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring
0: it up. Uh, yeah, so uh, so that, that was our 420 show, basically. But it uh, we saved it for this Friday. Uh, yeah. What, what a week that we had. Well, you had, I didn't have it. I was going, they didn't show up. Okay, oh, great. Awesome, you know. Yeah, so. it
1: was, but you know, it wind up working out okay. Uh, and then I do want to talk about that. Hey, Sharon, I do want to talk about that. Uh, we are making some changes this summer. Uh, I did book, I booked a band for the 31st.
0: Uh, uh Failsafe.
1: Yeah, have you heard of them before?
0: Dude, I I re- I read your messages. I have the same emails. No, no, no,
1: no, no, I've never even heard of them before. They I, they got a hold of me on TikTok. So uh yeah, but that's that's in May. That's in May. Not this that's 30. in May. No, but then, yeah, May thirty first. And then in this summer we are going to make some changes. Uh, to we're going to implement kind of some maybe some game shows instead of uh, musically related. All obviously instead of just interviews because I like to keep things. I like to funk it up.
0: No, you, you, you should tell the truth. It's because you're getting tired of just doing the same old interviews. Hello, how are you? Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you, Ben. Uh, how long you been a bed? Um, how many albums have you put out? Uh, can you tell me some stories from tour? Yeah, I get
1: it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. There's only so questions words, you can ask.
0: In other words, Sebastian's getting bored. That's what he's getting bored. He's like, Sam, I'm getting bored. I feel like complacent. So we decided let's do some game shows. So one of the ideas we thought about, you thought about today, uh, along with um, Anastasia, uh, your spouse, is we're going to do the uh, uh, rocker and the spouse. You know, granted, it could be a male or female. So we're not going to judge who's but we called it rocker, rocker and wife. Uh, Sam, you're getting some uh, digital artifacts distortion that's probably my internet connection
1: so i hear you fine but yeah, yeah. maybe on the live on the live thing it's maybe it's yeah. doing
0: that well it said something about uh, my my uh my, my diamond dad. noise diamond noise agency oh, is not yeah. connected
1: i yeah. saw that
0: yeah i, I didn't want that. to mess with it while we were broadcasting so <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. just in case
0: just Just yes, okay. Okay. Just okay. So we're gonna have like a newlywed game, but basically uh, music related um, yep. And so so if there's anyone listening who's in a band and, and you're married you got to we or, or be in a long-term Relationship, let's say at least over five years because right. I think five well, we're not gonna really put a max on it but uh, or, or a minimum time, but I think um, Guess my bra size do that. No, Sharon. We're not going to – you're probably like triple X. You just That's said you're hard. not
1: going to do it, and then you did it.
0: Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> That's
1: what you always do. Sure. I'm not going to do it. Okay, I'll do it.
0: Yeah. Um, so, anyways, if you uh, contact us, and uh, we'll try to squeeze you in. Um, we're not going to do it too much. We're going to still continue to do our shows. Uh, we talked about doing a break probably somewhere um, along the way.
1: June or July. No, a couple it was, weeks.
0: It was July 4th the first yeah. week of, uh, yeah. of, Ju- of july we were gonna probably take a break you know uh get us uh how about married but less than five years yeah adam um yeah we we we're, we're kind of still putting this all together um uh over five years of hell lol said sharon <laughs> so, hey that's that's your thing so um but yeah, we got all those. Do you still have to take a shit right now? Is dude, I had what? so
1: many jalapenos <laughs> earlier. My stomach is killing me.
0: So he's, like, Sam, he's like, Sam, you gotta do the show. I'm like, why? He's like, man, I fucking ate some jalapenos at <laughs> lunchtime and they're just tearing me up right now.
1: Did, did I did I give the face like I gotta take a shit face? Did yeah, you did the you I did, I, the, I you like, did uh, the
0: you did the let's speed this up here. Come my on, Sam. First. I was
1: like, dude, I had like a la extra jalapenos and spicy uh uh peppers on top of that dude and, and
0: then and then what are you drinking what are you drinking sir what Beer. what are you drinking? exactly you it mix helps. all that sh- no it does not help it's freaking carbon up in your guts Ugh. just i can
2: feel
0: yeah, it how you like that? yeah it's yeah the bubble oh, what is that royal oil come on bubble and boil
1: <laughs> i don't know all right Let's get out of here. Um, that's all we got, anyways. You can stay on if you want to go. If you want to, but I'm gonna I'm go. Yeah,
0: uh, it, it's it just got it just got froze up on my end. So I did it. Okay.
1: All right, let's go. Oh, wait. did the? I gotta go. Shit, let's go, Lean. Yeah, what Adam said. Yeah, right. we're out of here, Sam. Right. I will talk to you later. All right, hey guys, bye.
2: All right, bye.